Welcome to Event Up, the place where people enthusiastic about events stay in the know on the latest trends within the events industry. Live, hybrid, and virtual experiences. From virtual events to conferences, award galas, and everything in between. Here's your host, Amanda Ma. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining. Today, I'm joined by Jacqueline Ho, one of our senior corporate event manager here at IMG. I'm so excited because we'll be discussing whether or not virtual events will start, will still have value post-pandemic. The state of California officially opened on June 15th, but virtual and hybrid events are still taking place. You have a question? We have the answers. Let's get started. So my first question, Jacqueline, is why do companies ultimately decide to pivot to virtual events during the pandemic in the first place? What were their goals? That's a great question. So uh, a lot of our clients and companies during the pandemic had the same needs that they did pre-pandemic. Um, and so we helped them kind of uh, answer those pain points. And that could be connecting with their clients, uh, fundraising, marketing, and, and extending their reach, or just connecting with their employees and training. That's awesome. And I know you know, when the pandemic first happened, we actually pivoted our very first event pretty quickly, mm -hmm. within three weeks, actually. So we did that first one because we were working on that project for a whole year and we wanted to see it come through. Right. The, I mean, the pandemic came so quickly, we had to pivot quickly as well. Um, that one, we only had three weeks to make it happen. And our team was super quick in changing that. We found a way to kind of help the client uh, market their event and then also carry it out for that data. So we're pretty, really proud of that because for us is always about finding a solution for our clients and that's exactly what we executed. Next question, what are three major findings or values discovery during the process of producing these virtual events? There's a lot. If I would narrow it down to three, I think the first one would be know how you want to engage with your attendees and that would help help you find the right platform and method that you're going to use. But everyone has heard content is king. Um, but I think in this sense, we would say engagement is queen. And I think we kind of heard these two uh, and having that relationship together because those two aspects are so important for virtual. And then the last one is marketing and graphics is now a big component. So make sure whatever you do that it is engaging, it's bright, it's fun to look at. Um, in virtual, everything is so much more visual and shortened. Well said, because, you know, since last March, we did about over 130 virtual events. And I would say that was a big undertaking, but each one, it just got better and better. And definitely, I think the accounts team have to, you know, a lot of time remind the clients, start with the strategy that's begin with the end in mind, right? So we don't just jump into, okay, day up, right? There's a lot of planning ahead. Awesome, yeah. Virtual events, they were already grow, grow, kind of growing in popularity pre-pandemic. So do you think it's here to stay or are we going right back in person? What do you think? To be honest, I think virtual events really performed well last or, or this past year. Um, and I think many clients saw that it uh, probably extended their reach more than they would normally if it was live. So I don't think virtual events is really going anywhere for this next um, at least year. Um, I think everyone saw the benefits of having virtual. So I think it's here to stay. 
Awesome. Okay. And then as far as pros and cons of keeping a virtual aspect to your event, what do you, what is your thought on that? One of the biggest pros that I kind of already mentioned is your extended reach. Having virtual, you can have somebody viewing in Japan when your event is in LA, um, or you can have different time zones and that wouldn't be really an issue. Uh, also the flexibility of your event, you can extend it over a few days versus if it was um, a live event, there's a lot more logistics that is needed if it was multi-day. So there's a lot of flexibility and extended reach with virtual. I would say one of the biggest cons of keeping a virtual aspect to your event is if you wanted to do a live and virtual, that is another added expense. And whenever we say that word, it's uh, a little bit of a taboo. So that would be one of the big cons. And I'd just like to add to that, like another thing I love about virtual is actually a lot of them that you could record, right? So I know there's some in-person events normally, if you miss it, you miss it. But for virtual, we're able to record a lot of the sessions so that if you miss it, then you could go back and watch it at nighttime or just another time. And some of our clients even use that as a separate package that they can actually sell. So if you attend the virtual event, it's this price. And if you could buy the audio or video package for another price. So just more opportunity to kind of level up and have more offerings for your audience as well. You know, it's been very in insightful, I would say. And it turned to this big opportunity that we're able to help our clients leverage last year. So that was pretty awesome. Okay, lastly, what was your favorite virtual event from past year? I know we have so many. So out of the 130 plus, what was your favorite? Uh, oh, that's hard. I wanna say one of my favorites was uh, a women's leadership conference we did only because we had so many great speakers come out. And I think that was uh, probably another benefit of having virtual. We got to have some speakers that normally wouldn't be able to make it to our live event come out to a virtual event and speak. Um, but it was just so empowering. We had, uh, it was a three-day conference. So we had uh, tons of attendees attend, um, but I thought that that was just an empower or empowering and uh, inspiring event to attend. And I felt the platform we selected for the client was actually merged very seamlessly in terms of what they wanted, you know, for engagement, the look and the full execution. Even within the lounge, we built this specific, like, so, Normally for an in-person event, say Jacqueline, she was a speaker afterwards, I wanna go up to her, introduce myself, get her business card, take a picture, right? But in this case, we actually build in independent rooms with the speaker. So actually after their session where we have designated networking time, people could go in those respective rooms. And if the speaker wasn't there, guess what? They'll just talk among themselves. Mm -hmm. And it turned out to be really great synergy and networking because maybe they're all talking about leadership and or thriving in the workplace. So that was a really great best practice that we continue to carry out into our other virtual or even hybrid events as well. Yeah. Perfect. And then Jacqueline, you know, with the reopening, are you looking forward to in-person? Yes. <laughs> Returning. <laughs> yes, definitely. In person just has a different feel. Uh, you can set an environment that you can't uh, with virtual events. So really looking forward to having everyone come together again and um, setting that tone. Wonderful. I can tell you the one thing I will not miss is the traffic though, because <laughs> we did have to drive to uh, one of our recent in-person events that uh, took an hour just 
I was just like, ah, oh, this part I don't miss. But once you get there, it's all good. Okay. Our LA viewers know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> Before we go, we just, you know, like to mention the state of California open, like we mentioned on June 15. So we have so many people that are celebrating or just excited about reopening. I would say be cautious about your reopening. Like how if you bring in-person event ba back, be cautious about that because, you know, it's still, I would say, in a sensitive area, but we're excited that, you know, it's a little bit back to some normalcy. And then to celebrate, Jacqueline and I will, we have a popper ready. <laughs> we like to have some fun here, you know. You know, I'm very excited to jump right in to talk about this topic. We'll be discussing how to begin with the end of mind and really focusing on strategy before you get started. So my first question for you, Jacqueline, is often it's so tempting for us, you know, to jump right in and work on the creative and just all the details. But why is it so important to kind of take a step back and plan the overall strategy before jumping in? Yes, uh, the entertainment portion is always so much fun to do. You get very uh, out there with different solutions, but I think more importantly is to take a look at the overall event and how your attendees will even get there. If they can't even log in, if they can't even get to your event, they won't even be able to see the wonderful entertainment you have set for them. So I think before you even jump into the fun stuff, take a step back and look holistically at your event uh, from beginning to end. What is the experience going to be like for your attendees? That's so true. Like we oftentimes will work with our clients even on the communication before the event right? Making sure they know how to log on, how to find the link to get in or what to expect even, right? Because mm -hmm. there's so many platforms out there, just like an in-person event, when you will provide direction, how to get to a venue. In this case, you talk about how you get to the virtual venue. Right. You can always talk about like what is needed for the event too. If they need networking or exhibitor booths, those will give you a different outcome in terms of what platform or structure you want to choose for your event. So think of it as a full picture before we dive into some of the fun stuff. And that just reminds me, one of the events we did, they actually have specific browser that works the best for them. So even them letting them know like Chrome is best for the best experience, you know, please be on your laptop versus just on your phone, right? Although now we're going to hybrid events. So understanding now we need to be making sure that experience is really good on the laptop and on the phone. All right, next question. So when it comes to event strategy, what does that mean exactly? And what does, what does the strategy include? So event strategy is something that we excel in here at Innovate Marketing Group, but it starts from beginning to end. Um, every, a lot of times when people start planning, they wanna jump right into what is your program? But even before you start the program, there is the, uh, marketing for it. There is the registration, like I mentioned before, how your attendees are even going to view and get to your program. Um, and then it even extends to after that, the execution and all of that, you have your analytics and then your follow-up because those are also opportunities. Sometimes uh, our clients forget that there is still follow-up to do because that there's still um, people and metrics that you can capture even after your event. So with our event strategy, we really take it holistically from beginning to end, helping you think big picture of all the little components so that you can get everything you can out of your event. And I know one of the event strategy we used a lot last year is with our events to go kids. So we actually 
curated these boxes with lots of activities or things that are relevant for the event, including some of these paddles, you know, so that it actually reminds people the week of like, oh, this conference is coming up, this gala is coming up, I'm gonna get ready for it. And inside has like a congratulation letter or some messaging that just reminds you the event's coming up and kind of built that excitement, mm -hmm. right? And we all love gifts versus junk mail, or at least <laughs> I do. <laughs> Yeah, so we help think of the messaging through everything. Even if we're going to send you a package ahead of time, there's going to be some elements here that are a little bit surprising, like these cards um, or other messaging QR codes that kind of engage your attendees even before the day of your event. So, yeah. So we often say here at Innovate Marketing Group, begin with the end in mind, which is one of our best practices here. And a tip from one of my favorite books, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. They're not sponsoring this session. I just, <laughs> I do love this book by Stephen Covey. And we actually use a lot of the practices here from this book. You know, so I guess if we could share, I just want to share with you exactly how do we do this? And maybe Jacqueline could provide some examples. Yeah, so um, beginning with the end in mind is, is, is something that we practice here, especially with the event strategy. Uh, looking at what your attendee experience is going to be like at the very end will help us decide what how we're going to carry it out through this process. Um, for example, one of our conferences, um, it typically is a five day event very long, but we after looking at kind of the situation which we were in the middle of a pandemic, um, we actually recommended them to condense down to three days a week um, or three days of a conference only because it uh, had the same result that they wanted for five days. And it just made more sense to condense it down. It was more engaging to their uh, attendees. And overall, it was very successful um, by condensing it down. Yeah, and I would say by, and then that event was so successful. In fact, we had a 90% engagement rate, which even the platform was reaching out to us and say, how did you do that? You know, and we can't share all our secrets, but <laughs> we're very happy to have, see such success with that particular event and with a lot of our other events, because we really begin with it in mind, you know, thinking about the client journey, thinking about the strategy and how to incorporate that in all the elements and throughout the whole experience from the pre-event communication to the kids that arrive to the actual day of and also to the wrap up, you know, taking advantage of that holistic client journey that you have to take the time to map it out. Awesome. Were there any other strategies that you wanted to share that, you know, and that strategy begin with the end in mind? Yeah, um, we did another one where we are connecting our clients with their clients. So that engagement level um, needed to be present during the pandemic. And uh, another way that we surprise and delight them uh, was use it, utilizing fun talent. So we had a, everyone was doing uh, cocktail hours during the pandemic. Um, it seemed to be something that people enjoyed, but what we had was we hired a talent that was also um, well-known and then had other talents. So the person we hired was also on American Idol and she was able to not only teach our attendees how to make our cocktail beverages, but also she sang for them and made it fun. <laughs> so I think, that was one added element that we could bring to the table when we're having a virtual event. It's not just making cocktails and enjoying it, though that's fun, but we also added an extra element that people weren't expecting. And I love it when we do that, right? Because we usually do a lot of surprise and delight in person and 
you know, try to spark joy in a lot of events we do, but we continue to do that via virtually, you know, and I know once we go back to in-person, we'll continue to do that as well. So that's really fun. So, um, you know, I want to share a little bit more about the book also. So for those of you that haven't purchased it, you know, go ahead and get a copy. I read this. I was introduced to this book when I was in college at Boston University, and I just fell in love with this book. And through my career, I would say I pick up this book and reread it every every few years. And I actually end up now for our um, interns that come through here, when they finish their internship, I buy them each a copy because I wanted to, to help them in their career and professionally. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And if your company is looking for an engaging virtual or hybrid event experience, give us a call. We do all the work, you take all the credit and make sure to check our website for more updates. See you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time on Event Up.